Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And go to the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in Steve Sullivan of KATV. Steve, appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? Good. Sometimes you don't tell the entire truth about the weather. You say every day is a great Friday, but this is for late October. This is a nice Friday night for football. Oh yeah, it's it's football weather, my man. It is football weather. So tell us about it. What uh, what do you got planned? What you got going on for tonight? Because obviously high school football is in full swing. So what are you looking forward to the most? Well, we got a small town battle tonight. We're going to be live at five and six at Lodoka. Couple of my favorite mascots, the Jackrabbits and the Rice Birds, both good football communities. They are rivals. They're both six and two in conference, so it means something late in the year. But the big one is over in Greenwood. Those mighty Bulldogs meet the mighty Bruins of PA first time as both members of six A. So that should decide that conference right there. But that should be a great battle. So, what are your thoughts on that game with PA and Greenwood? Because we're talking about two explosive offenses. Now, anytime you face PA, you have to worry about onside kicks, no punting. Those are some of the extra things that teams have to worry about whenever playing against PA. Yeah, I think Greenwood's closer to being a 7A team than PA is. So I would give them the slight edge at home, but, you know, it's hard to bet against PA. Now, PA is PA, and they will go there counting on thinking they're going to win the game. But uh, it's a compelling, compelling matchup. And that conference, that that is a brutal conference. When you got to deal with uh, Lake Hamilton too, I mean, it's it is crazy tough on that side of six A. But this this is a fun game, and you'll probably see them meet again in the playoffs. Sonny, I know that Arkansas and Auburn are going to be facing off tomorrow morning, so uh, get a little chance to see the Razorbacks after a bye week. I'm going into this game extremely confident i think that arkansas matches up well i think that arkansas is going to go in and really be extra motivated i think offensively they're going to overmatch i think the healthiness of the defense is going to be huge am i being a little too overconfident into this game or do you see something similar happening for the razorbacks against the tigers i'm scared by the line on the game uh, what do they know in vegas that we don't know about Auburn? <laughs> what does auburn do well they have some good tailbacks but they don't run the ball extremely well they surely don't pass it well. They don't stop the run, and they're pretty good against the pass because everybody runs on them. So I, I don't, and they turn the ball over. I, I don't see anything in their DNA that would be a threat to Arkansas outside of the fact of recent history. You know, the meter moves to their side. What about Robbie Ashford, a mobile quarterback? Now they have changed their quarterbacks throughout the season, but he seems to be the guy moving forward for them. And as we know, a mobile quarterback always presents some difficulty being on the move and uh, being able to make plays with his legs and then possibly in the passing game. Yeah, this is a guy you got to make uh, one-dimensional. You know, you cannot, you cannot let him run. you got to stay in your lanes and make him beat you throwing the ball. And he's a guy that I think relies on the big ball, uh, the big play passing the ball. And I just don't see him having – the kind of success that other good throwing quarterbacks have had against us. But, you know, you never know. And I think the thing that's giving probably national people pause is the way we lost to Mississippi State 
And then we come back and beat a BYU team, not as convincingly as Liberty beat them. And now you're wondering how good is BYU and how good is that win? And I think some people, you know, are taking a wait-and-see look with Arkansas. Yeah, and it would make sense, too, just given the circumstances. But I, I don't know. So when I look at last year, and I know it's two different teams, but last year after the bye week, Arkansas looked like a completely different team. They, they finished 4-1. and one. Their one loss being on the road to Alabama by a touchdown. Just looked like a whole new team. And I keep thinking that we're going to see something similar this year. I just think that Arkansas coming out of the bye week under Sam Pittman, this team is going to be rejuvenated and be able to take on an Auburn team that they are for sure better than. They are the better team, but I just feel like they're going to take care of business and come out really hot against them, too. I, I never thought I'd say that Auburn would be better off if Bo Nix was still their quarterback, but I'm saying that. <laughs> you know, Bo Nix was at least a threat to light you up, which he did last year against us. So uh, it, it, I think the schedule sets up in a great way. There's no Alabama on our schedule. I mean, you got Ole Miss and LSU, both teams you can beat, and you you know you're perceived to be as talented as you got them both at home. I mean, this schedule down the stretch sets up great. Missouri is uh, not a daunting foe on the road. I mean, it's a great schedule, and Liberty will be you know you know one of those Missouri states that's fired up and you freeze coming in, and but we should be able to you know survive that game but it just sets up really well for us i mean it was all getting that byu game to give you a good feeling heading into the bye week how big is this game from a confidence standpoint for arkansas's defense especially the secondary if they're able to play a lot better and getting some some players back that are healthy and just having a good showing in this game i think it's important this is a defense that you know this is an offense that sets up well for you uh, they don't throw the ball extremely well. I mean, they turn it over a lot. It, you know, you should have a, a better game than you've had against this offense. If you let these guys just go up and down the field against you, something they haven't done all year. And I don't know. You can check their stats. I don't know if they've made it through one game with the quarterback starting and finishing. They're usually going back and forth between the two. And um, if, if Ashford has that much success and they're rolling, then, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I would be giving up on this defense. Yeah, that would be extremely disappointing and problematic. And honestly, so I, don't, I know the whole like must-win thing is always thrown around a lot. But to me, I feel like if Arkansas is going to want to have a good year, and when a good year, you talk about going 8-4, and four, maybe even 9-3, and three, but I, I just feel like if they don't win this game, this year is going to be leaning towards going to a disappointment because LSU and Ole Miss – uh, especially LSU, they're looking a lot better right now. you got Ole Miss that lost but still looks pretty strong. I know Missouri isn't great, but it just seems like if you don't win this game, then there's a chance that this season could be looked at as disappointing. Well, I agree with you. I mean, this is a game you've got to win. You're better than Auburn. You know, the only shred of evidence that says it's going to be a close game is the line, you know, which is three and a half I saw, which I, I really have a hard time you know, dealing with that line. But, you know, I guess they're basing it on, you know, the fact that, you know, BYU wasn't all that. And Arkansas struggled in its only, you know, true road game in the conference at Mississippi State. And, uh, you know, Auburn had an off week, but I don't see, you know, they got they got Tank Bigsby, but he hasn't been like the guy we, we thought he could have been this season. They got Jarquez Hunter. They got two really good tailbacks. 
but they really haven't. You know, they're in the middle of the pack rushing the ball, and and the fact that they're last in the league defending the run. I mean, they set up well for us, and we're coming off a game where we opened it up for the first time, and I'm really hoping that we didn't hope open it up for the last time. I hope we attack uh, again tomorrow. Take some shots downfield, throw it in the middle of the field. Uh, just try to run these guys off the field. So we asked this question on Twitter, but I want your opinion. Arkansas has got four SEC games left. Which is the team you want to beat the most? Which is the team you want the Razorbacks to beat the most? Because obviously they've had success against all these teams but Auburn, but yet maybe there'd be another one that'd be a more quality win. But which one would you like to see the Razorbacks actually win for sure, guaranteed? Uh, give me the guarantee on the LSU game. I want that game. I want to beat uh, Fouché and Brooks, you know, and I want to beat LSU. I want the I want the boot back, and uh, I think that's the game I'd be most worried about of the you know the the games left. And what a difference the year makes. We were we were thinking that's the great thing about having Alabama early. We don't have to worry about playing them now late in the season. And that that A and M loss is still hanging over us because I know we're better than LSU A and M. And you know you're still thinking about what could have been this season, but it can it can still be a really good season. Do you think overall one of those games could be more important with LSU and Ole Miss? Because even thinking about this Auburn game, last year, Arkansas, that may have been one of the games that they look back on to say we should have taken care of business because that was the only home loss last year. Now, of course, we're already looking at A&M on this year's schedule, but just down the stretch, do you think one of those home games may be more important than getting this win at Auburn, even though we think that Auburn is the more winnable game? Well, yeah, I think you know you got to you got to establish yourself as a force at home, and and to win those two games would be huge. And uh, I just think it, you know we talk a lot about the defense. I think if we're dynamic offensively, that we can survive how our defense plays. And I think that's something important that we need to uh, we need to be one of the you know the country's most dynamic offenses in the last five weeks. You know, hopefully BYU is just the start of what we're going to be. Sully, just uh, another matchup I'm curious to, to get your take on is is with K.J. Jefferson going up against this team because something that Sam Pittman said earlier this week, it says that K.J. kind of t- takes it personally. We all take it personally, but he didn't play well against Auburn last year. He had that great game against BYU that maybe give him some confidence, but uh, what type of performance are you hoping to see from K.J., and how do you feel like he matches up against this Auburn defense? Yeah, I can think of only two bad plays that, you know, that KJ's made from his, you know, his pile of, I, I don't want that to happen again. And it's that sack fumble against Auburn that changed the momentum. And uh, for, went for a touchdown, the sack fumble touchdown and the fumble at A&M that was returned for a touchdown. And, um, you know, I, I think he's, he's going to play strong. I mean, he, when has he had a bad game? I mean, if you have to go back to the Auburn game a year ago. And I don't think they're good enough defensively to give him a bad game. You know, I, I don't think, you know, their their goal going in will be to stop K.J. Jefferson. It's probably just going to try to stop that running game, you know, just find a way to keep Arkansas from gaining seven or eight yards on first down. And I think that's going to be, they're going to load the box. And I, I can't, that's the only way I could see them trying to survive is, you know, man up on our wide receivers and, you know, you know roll the dice. 
Is there anything you'd like to see from an improvement standpoint? Uh, we've already talked about opening the offense. You want to see more of that. But anything else that you can point to you'd like to see Arkansas keep improving, whether it be offensively or just for the team in general? I just want to see them attack the middle of the field more. I thought we did a good job against BYU, but I want to see that every week. I want to see Trey Knox down the middle of the field. You know, if you have to use your running back down the middle of the field. And we use our running backs downfield. I just want to see them be that aggressive every week. Not that it was just, you know, BYU specific. I really thought they were conservative in their first five games, that we let people hang around. And looking back, we should have never been that close with all those teams. And um, I just think that this offense has the potential to be really dynamic, and they just scratched the surface against BYU. And I want to see more of that this week. I want to see some, you know, over the middle for 20 yards on first down. Stuff like that. And um, it'll be interesting to see what their approach is uh, tomorrow. They won't have to wait long because it's one of those 11 a.m. games. My wife asked me, are they bad again because they're playing at 11? I said, no, Auburn's really bad this year. Well, Sully, another thing, too, that uh, I find fascinating, and you mentioned uh, Arkansas and Auburn, haven't had much success at least beating the Tigers. Sam Pittman mentioned Dalton Wagner. He's like, he's been here six years, and he's never beaten Auburn. I mean, Arkansas has not beaten Auburn since 2015 in the quadruple overtime game, and the last time they won at Auburn was when the two coaches were John L. Smith and Gene Chizik, so in 2012. What, what would you chalk it up to why Auburn has had so much more success against Arkansas over the past decade? Has it simply been because Auburn's been a, a better team, or has there been just crazy circumstances that have caused these games to not go Arkansas's way? Well, I scratched, I hit, I checked the crazy circumstances box. And, and, and to its SEC ball, when you're, you know, and most times we've gone in with Auburn, physically it's been a draw or advantage Auburn. You know, we haven't gone into those games as a, you know, a prohibitive favorite. We were last year a slight favorite. But I'd say probably in most of those games, we've been either the underdog or it's been tight. I mean, it's, and Auburn's been as physical as us and been a team we, you know, we kind of fear. This is the first time we've gone into, in my recent memory, we've gone in against an Auburn team that we're just, you know, we don't really respect at all. Would you attribute some of that to Gus Malzahn and maybe a sense of urgency that maybe they played with for Gus Malzahn when he was the head coach there whenever they faced Arkansas? Even though they were the more talented team, it seemed like those were always statement games for them, especially at the start of each game. Yeah, and we, we sometimes we got them early in the conference season. And um, it's just, you know, and I think that's the re- one of the reasons, too, when people just look at the, you know, the history of the series. And the, uh, I think that's one of the reasons that the line is, um, is three and a half. And the fact that we haven't, you know, we're not a proven road team in SEC play. And I think BYU helped us. But that line is just, uh, and I hate when we have a line like that because, you know, Vegas is seldom wrong on, setting these lines and for some reason i was waiting for it to really move you know in arkansas's favor but i don't know if it really has and and that that kind of surprises me i i thought that line would jump because when you look at these two teams if you've watched a lot of sec ball and I, i imagine sec fans would say the same thing that arkansas is a much better team on a different level than auburn and just look at the quarterback you have to have a good quarterback play to win in the sec 
And, you know, they really have, they've had trouble deciding who. And it's almost like Ashford wins by default. And uh, it just hasn't been a great situation for Auburn, a quarterback. Who thought Bo, Bo Nix would come out the big winner in the yeah, quarterback no. situation? Did he believe and become <laughs> a star at Oregon? Yeah, no one would have ever seen that coming, but that's sometimes the way it is. And and it's funny, too, so because I was looking at just some of the stats that Auburn has. Like, they are dead last in the SEC and uh, – or, excuse me, second to last in the SEC in turnovers when it comes to uh, ca- uh, turning the ball over a lot but not getting a lot of turnovers. And they're also dead last in the SEC in, in the rushing. So I'm with you. I just don't understand – rush defense, I should say. So I don't understand why this uh, this is the way it is. But at the end of the day, though – you know, if Arkansas wins by three points in this game or if they win by 14, doesn't really matter because you just want to get out of there with a victory and, and finally get these seniors and these players that have been on this team for so long a chance to finally beat Auburn, the one team, of course, besides Bama, that they've yet to beat in the SEC West. Yeah, I'll be disappointed, though, if we don't, you know, I, you know, here I look for style points. If you don't look at that game and after the game say, you know, we beat them and we were a far better team. You know, we own the line of scrimmage. Our quarterback play was better. You know, we were just a better team. And there was no way that I don't want this coming down to a one possession or the end of the game. We have to make a drive. I want to, you know, with like two minutes to go, I want, you know, KJ to take a couple of knees and we'll we'll get out of here. Or Malik. Right, Sully, another <laughs> thing. To, yeah, yeah, or Malik. Yeah, take that all day. Because uh, here's another thing, too, Sully, just out of curiosity, looking at the Auburn perspective, it doesn't look like Brian Harson's going to be there next year. I, I think everyone's leaning towards that. So in your opinion, yeah. what do you make of the Auburn football job itself? Like, do, do you, like, if they end up moving away, is there somebody you think that they'll go after? And also just what do you make of that? Because so many people, and I think we even believe, it's one of the toughest jobs in the SEC, and it's not because it's hard to win there. It's just hard to keep people happy. Yeah, that's right, because you're in the same state as Nick Saban. And, you know, one thing they do have is incredible resources. And, and you're, you know, you're in a good spot to get players. So, um, you know, I think they'll have no trouble finding a guy. You know, there may be some Auburn fans that are, the ship has sailed on Brian Harson and they just rather see him lose tomorrow. You know, and it's a, it's a situation when a fan base turns on a coach, it's a really bad situation. And they, they turned early on him. I mean, and the university really turned on him first. And I really think there's zero faith in Brian Harson. So, um, you know, and I don't think a win tomorrow necessarily saves him. You know, that that story has been written on him. And it's, uh, you know, it's kind of weird to see Auburn, you know, not a threatening team. You know, I think that team you're threatened by. Usually, normally when we play them, you know, they have some tools and you can play the what-if game. You know, if Auburn does this. But right now, I can't see it with them. All right, before I let you get out of here, Sully, real quick, Arkansas-Texas basketball can't watch it apparently tomorrow. Can't even listen to it here locally. But uh, anything particular you're going to be watching for or looking for in that game? No, I, I am. I, how in this day and age can we not even get it on ESPN3? I mean, can't we can't we just work something out on that? This is this is an embarrassment for college basketball that we have such a great game set up. And the first game is you know the new arena, and you know what's what's the deal? This is just a, a step back. It's so much excitement for Arkansas, and we can't even get it on you know radio. I mean, 
I'm just interested to see this team, you know, and I think Musk picked the perfect opponent because Beard's a lot like Musk, and his team's play extremely hard, and they're fundamentally sound. So any looseness in Arkansas's game is going to get exposed. I think it's going to be so much fun to watch them go up against a high-caliber team in an exhibition game, you know, kind of a barometer of where we stand so early. And I'm not as much worried about the the outcome as I am just, you know, seeing the guys who are supposed to play well, like Nick Smith, play well tomorrow. Well, Sully, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Have a great weekend, man. We'll catch up with you next Friday, all right? All right, gentlemen, let's get a big win over Auburn. Let's move on. Take on, be ready for Liberty next week. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Four uh, out of bounds. It's Wednesday with the Sam Pittman Show, brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Three great locations with hundreds of vehicles to